0: Hello and welcome to the Pixel Swim Podcast, episode 100. I am Steve Heinrich, your host, and this is the podcast where I take a dive into my personal journey with technology and other tidbits that I find interesting. This episode is being recorded and released on Thursday, January 23rd, 2020. Uh, Visit pixelswim.com for all of the show notes and social links if you want to follow along or leave any feedback. It's always appreciated. So yeah, we made it to... 100 episodes, by gosh, by golly, here we are. Anyway, (laughs) let's dive into the show. First, I wanted to say congratulations to the Whatever Works podcast, because they are also reaching 100 episodes, this. uh, I think, this coming weekend. So congratulations to them on 100. This is not... (laughs) I did not think that this would line up at all. I never even thought about this, but kind of crazy. We're both doing 100. Of course, they've been doing that show for... A lot longer because they release every two weeks and they've had a few more breaks as well. But uh, yeah, so congrats to Whatever Works. Uh, Still a great podcast. Check out the show notes for the link to that one if you're not listening to that. Always a good one hosted by uh, Ted Salmon and Aiden Bell. So anyway, let's go to our feedback from episode 99, starting with uh, Frank Neethart, who left a comment on the show notes page. He says, nice show again. I have to admit, I skipped half of the show, half of the last show, partly because of all the phones and partly because I had to catch up on all my podcasts I couldn't listen to over the holidays. Well, thanks, Frank, for skipping, <laughs> for skipping the show, half the show. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, you know what? I'm fine with that. Thanks, Frank. Uh, not to spoil it for your niece, but you could have bought a 2018 or 2019 model of the normal iPad or the current iPad Air, if it was just for pencil support that said the iPad Pro 11 inch is the superior device and it will serve her well for years and so yeah uh, thanks Frank for reaching out I responded to him that uh, my niece asked for the iPad Pro by name uh, Azure that is and uh, we definitely did kinda look at uh, other cheaper options because you know it's not a cheap iPad to get that that newer one uh, but ended up landing on the 11 Uh, the iPad Pro 11 just uh, it was on sale at Best Buy at the time so it just kind of all lined up but uh, yeah thanks Frank for reaching out and then there was some feedback also on MeWe. Uh, Thank you to Guillermo Ortiz who reached out he said good show in regards to podcast sleeping I just take my phone out of its case slide it under my pillow at minimum volume and sleep away to the sound of Sleep With Me podcast which I'm guessing is podcast I didn't (laughs) I didn't have a chance to look that up. Uh, But yeah, it's funny he should actually say that. I did respond that uh, it's something I've thought about is actually just putting the device under the pillow at night uh, not a hundred percent sure how that'll work out, but, uh, you know, if my wife is next to me, but, uh, we'll see if it's, uh, an option and it actually might work. Okay. Especially on a Moto phone who, uh, the more modern ones where the speaker comes out of the front of the device or any front facing speaker really might work just as well. So yeah, thanks Guillermo for reaching out. Thank you to, uh, Simon Nobbs and Mike Latory who both kind of said, were uh, regarding, <laughs> regarding uh, the 100 episodes. Uh, uh, Simon says, "Thanks for another great show. Many congratulations on getting to 100. Uh, I can assure you that, that at least one person has listened to all 99 and looking forward to hearing the next 100." P.S. It's a great idea to support the less well off with your phone repair hobby. So yeah, thanks, Simon, for that. uh, (laughs) For assuming I was going to make it to this episode. Uh, uh, Anyway, thank you, Simon. And then thanks, Mike Latour who says I've also been there for every episode, even episode 000, the welcome episode. So yeah, thanks to you both for leaving that feedback. And uh, yeah, let's get on with the rest of the show, because I think that's all of the feedback. So on the rest of this episode, here's a breakdown of what we're going to talk about on this episode. Uh, First, I'm going to be... talking about where my sim card is this week (laughs) because as you know i've had a bunch of phones in and fixing phones and swapping things around but i don't think you'll you'll guess which uh, phone it might be in but uh either way the next thing we'll talk about is uh, a new feature that's coming to podcast addict which is the podcast app that i use for android Uh, and then we'll also talk about uh, an update on my old dvd cases uh, so I have an update finally on those. That's uh, after the the uh, project of uh, digitizing all of them. But uh, then we'll go have a Box O Phones update, uh, uh, kind of per usual as of recent. And then finally, we'll have some reflection on uh, getting to 100 episodes. So yeah, I'll go over a few things during that section. That's the only real special thing I think about this episode. Otherwise, it'll be pretty normal. Uh, sorry to disappoint, but... Uh, yeah, I could uh, throw in a bunch of sound effects or something, but, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. But either way, moving on to the first topic. We are starting with where's my SIM card? <laughs> so uh, maybe this needs a uh, jingle for it because uh I get to kind of replace the LG G6 weekly report. Uh, where's my SIM this week? Uh, anyway, <laughs> you may not believe it, uh, but my SIM card is in the LG G6. <laughs> Yeah, crazy Might it might be, but uh, I just pulled out the, the G6 just to to kind of look at it and see if I wanted to factory reset it or anything like that, and I uh, decided to try it out for a little bit longer to kind of look past some of the uh, imperfections with the screen and... Uh, put my sim card back in it and it's kind of nice to be back in a uh, flagship phone and the camera is so much nicer uh, than these uh, cheap uh, Moto devices that I've been using uh, not that they're bad, uh, those Moto devices, the X4 and the G6 Play, but uh, yeah, the camera is much better on the G6 and this is just for now again this is just where's my sim right now, uh, this could change you know in a matter of moments or even while I record this but uh, yeah, the battery uh, battery life on the J Six again I've, I've mentioned in the past, but is not not that great. <laughs> Maybe a modern flagship would would be better, uh, you know, with the battery life and stuff like that. Because this is getting a little long in the tooth with the uh, eight twenty Snapdragon eight twenty one processor, uh, kind of trying to chug along, uh, and the speaker takes up a lot of battery, so. Either way, I have also been uh, just kind of looking around, shopping around again. Uh, I'm not going to cover this too much as far as narrowing down my list because I've just been kind of looking. Uh, so the LG V30 has been back on the table a little bit. I've been researching and looking at the LG V30 again. Just to, you know, when I, once I put my SIM card back in this G6, I thought that the V30 might be. A viable option, you know, as a slight slight upgrade for this G6 because the V30 does have the Snapdragon 835 processor and uh, there's also a V30 Plus version out there uh, and I think it was actually released on T-Mobile here in the US as well that uh, has 128 gigabytes of internal storage. I think that's the only difference, that's the only reason why it's Plus, but uh, yeah, so I've kind of looked at that a little bit this week, uh, potentially finding one that's uh, Google locked on <laughs> on eBay, because uh, the Google lock stuff's um, getting pretty good at getting around that now. So, but yeah, uh, really, though, I don't really know anymore as far as a new phone for myself. Uh, just kind of wanted to throw out a few things that I went through this week as far as uh, my main uh, daily driver phone, I guess you could say. So yeah, that's where my sim is, the LG G6, but uh, no weekly report because Lord knows it'll probably be back in something else by the, by uh, day's end. But uh, anyway, all right. So the next thing that I wanted to cover was a, or is to come is a podcast addict uh, feature that's coming. Uh, and this is kind of one that I've been waiting for for a little while, and no, it's not syncing uh, across devices, unfortunately. Uh, podcast Addict really is just kind of has, is, has its home on Android, and so it's kind of a mostly a phone or slash tablet only uh, podcast app. Uh, it does, like I said, it doesn't sync across devices because it doesn't really support multiple devices, uh, but it does offer backup options but for a long time in Podcast Addict uh, they only offered as far as automatic backups of your uh, your podcast data they only offered the backup of the OPML file which essentially just is a list of all the podcasts and the feed URLs that you are subscribed to but uh, if you know anything (laughs) about managing your podcasts uh, especially in Podcast Addict uh, there's you know, your listen to episodes can can add up real quick. Uh, and if you're listening to something, uh, and I've always bring this up as an example, but something like Stuff You Should Know uh, that has, has over a thousand episodes, you kind of want to keep track of which ones you've already listened to. Uh, and uh, there there is a full backup option in Podcast Addict but it has never been, uh, an automatic thing. You always have to go in and manually create a full backup that keep of the database, uh, of, you know, that keeps track of all your stats and stuff like that, and then, uh, share it to, uh, cloud storage. But, uh, I guess in a future update as posted on the podcast addict, uh, uservoice.com group, uh, where they kind of, kind of gather all of the feature requests and feedback and stuff like that. Uh, they I, I actually went on to this a little while ago and upvoted a suggestion for full automatic backups uh, to cloud storage at regular interval intervals and so somebody had posted that they wanted uh, this feature and so as of this week uh, they I guess they're going to get around to it. Uh, I think it's Xavier Germain Mane, I'm not sure how to pronounce the last name, but uh, Xavier, who's the developer for it, uh, actually posted that they will be adding this feature soon. And so it's going to be coming out in a beta version very soon. Uh, So basically, you'll be able to set up a full backup of everything and uh, have that saved to uh, your device, I think, as of right now. Uh, Not an automatic Google Drive backup, but uh, it's better than nothing because you can essentially save it a full backup to your device at a regular interval interval and then have it uh, you know use a third party app to kind of back that up somewhere else uh, but either way that feature is coming which is really nice um, no, I can understand why it wasn't a priority uh, right away because uh, like I said this uh, podcast addict is really kind of you know, the idea, part of the idea is that you're just using it on one phone at a time. But for people like me who switch phones quite a bit, I have to make these backups quite often um, and and pull them over onto a new device uh, via the cloud, but uh, all that manually. But now, if you in the future, you'll be able to set up an automatic backup that'll run regularly and uh, a full backup, that is, and... Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that feature coming. I uh, really like Podcast Addict. Definitely my podcast uh, app of choice on Android, uh, even though it doesn't have that cross-device syncing, which I guess would make it a little bit easier. But, uh, you know, it's, an, it's a simple trade-off for me, an easy trade-off to make for all the features and the sorting and the managing you can do in Podcast Addict. So, yeah, I just want to let everybody know out there who uses Podcast Addict that that feature is coming. and It'll be really, really useful all right so the next thing to talk about here is the dvd cases that i have uh that i had uh, uh, <laughs> spoiler uh that I, I, just sitting around uh, so basically i went through digitizing our entire dvd collection over 200 dvds and uh kind of condensing them into dvd binders and so i had a, all of the old dvd cases sitting around uh, and so i had reached out to my library to f- Try and find out if there's somewhere local that will take them in to recycle them or use them, uh, because basically you can't throw these in the recycle bin out on the curb, and uh, I guess they'll uh, they're 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 a different type of plastic, and so they you know anything local will not be able to to recycle them. So I did this week finally find somewhere that will recycle them. And so the place that I found is called the CD Recycling Center of America. So unfortunately, if you're outside of the U.S., this probably won't be an option. But this is a place in New Hampshire, uh, the state of New Hampshire, that uh, will take in all of the uh, things. Basically, they'll take in any sort of discs, any CDs or DVDs, uh, so basically the list of stuff that they'll take, like I said, CV- CDs, uh, CDRs, DVDs, DVDRs, Blu-ray discs, uh, the related disc packaging and cases, uh, in my case, all these DVD cases, uh, cell phones, inkjet cartridges, Christmas lights, small electronics, uh, and it says do not send them hazardous items like batteries or thermometers, but... Uh, Either way, uh, this place, like I said, they're over in New Hampshire, and basically they'll take in all of the old stuff. Um, You have to disassemble uh, all of the CDs from the packaging or the DVDs from the packaging. So that's something I had already done was pull out all of the paper inserts and the DVDs from these cases. Uh, The one thing that I did have to do before I sent uh, the box out to them was to pull off the... Uh, the security stickers that were on the inside of these DVD cases, basically the thing that sets off the alarms in all the stores. Uh, that's just a little, in most of these, is just like a thin black sticker that uh, had to be pulled off from the inside. It has a little bit of metal in there. I think they don't want to grind it up when they grind up these cases because essentially that's what they'll be doing is grinding everything down into a uh, very fine powder that can be then you, you know purchased by manufacturers to melt into new plastic. And so, yeah, uh, once i found them, they have a nice uh, process. It's not really a process. They give you the address, basically, of where to send this stuff. But they will let you sign in and uh, sort of track your quote-unquote order. And uh, so I had a really big old Amazon cardboard box that we recently got something in. I don't remember what it was. But uh, either way, I somehow managed to squeeze over 200 DVD cases into this one Amazon box. Um... And so I got them all in there. I got them all packed up and uh, taped up real, real good. (laughs) So nothing's moving around in there uh, and uh, the box won't fly open. But either way, I took that box over to UPS and uh, had them, you know, uh, give me a quote for the shipping. Uh, Not that I wasn't going to ship it. I was ready to spend up to $100 to ship this to them. Now, keep in mind, the idea is to keep these things out of the landfill and, and get them somewhere where they can. Be recycled and reused and so uh, you know the idea of spending a hundred dollars on shipping them there for me wasn't uh, out of the realm because it was better than them being going to waste basically uh, never biodegrading it et etc but uh, yeah, when I was there, they put it on the scale. They didn't really tell me, but I took a peek at the scale, uh, and it was about 38 pounds of DVD cases, uh, which is, I uh, converted 17 kilograms or 2.71 stones. <laughs> but uh, either way, uh, it would turned out to be $58 to ship at UPS Ground uh, to uh, New Hampshire from uh, Indiana here. So not too bad. It was a lot better. Like I said, I, I think I kind of Told myself a hundred dollars just to uh, you know, ease the blow when it was lower. So it was nice. It was a lot lower than I thought it was going to be. Fifty eight dollars is a small price to pay to to avoid the landfill. Uh, and so I actually did email my library back and kind of let them know about this website. And for any people uh, inquiring about this sort of thing with them in the future, to you know that they can point them to this this place in New Hampshire. Uh, so. Also they uh, on this their website, the uh, CD recycling Center of America website, they have uh, some like materials some promotional materials uh, like posters and flyers and stuff like that that you can download and print out if you want to sort of have your own collection of items uh, or collect a bunch of items you know at a workplace or something like that uh, So the library actually did email back email me back and say they appreciated the uh, info and that they're you know, probably going to put up one of these posters in the library for people to see, uh, which I think is good because ultimately uh, CDs and DVDs and this physical media stuff is, you know, it's becoming old technology very quickly with all these streaming services kind of taking over uh, as far as uh, music and video and and stuff like that. You know, DVDs and stuff aren't going to be uh, very prevalent. You know, in the future, I think obviously uh, online and and streaming is. Sort of the next thing, <laughs> which is nice because you don't have to throw anything away. But uh, obviously, the flip side is that you don't really own anything. Uh, but either way, uh, landfill avoided for these DVD cases. Uh, I shipped them out today. We'll see how it goes. I am able to. I will be able to track uh, the order. I don't know what that looks like, but uh, we'll maybe I'll report back if I if there's anything odd with that. But just happy to get those out of the house and uh, on their way to be recycled. All right, so let's go into our box-o-phones update. I know everybody's always excited about this one, Frank. Uh, you can you can skip this section, but uh, either way, uh, let's start with the Galaxy Soul 3. I got that all put back together. I got a new screen in for that. Uh, Mike LaTori had reached out about that, uh, at, saying he would be interested in it, because it is a Cricket variant over here in the US, which runs on AT&T. But uh, yeah, so I got that all put back together, ready to go with a new screen. Uh, so it's in really great condition uh, and ready to be sent out to Mike. So uh, I also almost finished up the OnePlus X. Uh, so this one I had almost com- finished it up last time. I got the e- new earpiece in for it, uh, and it uh, worked. And so I was able to put that in and sort of finish everything off, you know, glue or uh, adhere the battery back in and all that stuff and get everything back on. Uh, The one thing that happened with that uh, OnePlus X was was trying to get some adhesive off, old adhesive off of the back of the back glass. And so I was using a little heat because the some... uh, uh, alcohol wasn't working very well to get that off the back, and so I thought I'd heat it up a little bit, but it turns out, and this isn't, isn't obvious at first, is that there's a plastic frame, sort of a very thin plastic frame, around the edge of the glass, uh, you know, a couple millimeters thick. Uh, that I didn't really know was there because it looked like it was part of the back glass just sort of a raised ridge but uh, turns out it's plastic and so when I heated up the adhesive on the back glass part and near nearer to the center of the glass uh, the, it sort of uh, started to melt and disform the plastic frame on the outside so uh, when I tried to, you know, I thought it wouldn't be a big deal so, you know, I tried to put the plastic back into place uh, around the edge but it turned out that it didn't uh, didn't quite work because uh, the back glass won't go all the way on or all the way in uh, spe- specifically on the bottom where the plastic frame part was melted. So I did order another <laughs> plastic back for that uh, and so hopefully once I get that in I will be able to, to put that one on and be done with the One Plus X, and that will be good to go. Uh, and and just a quick note here <laughs> is that I'm talking about the Box O phones, but I, I had a little bit of a weak point this week and started looking on eBay again at the lots of phones, uh, the phone lots, and uh, I ended up ordering uh, another one. Um, and this this one is only two though. This is only a lot of two phones. Um, these are two moto g5 pluses uh, this is a phone that I've actually owned in the past and I kind of wanted to retry again uh they they both uh they're both the uh, 32 gigabyte versions unlocked here I think us variant uh, unlocked version and uh, they both have badly cracked screens uh, they're pretty beat up and they are both Google locked which I kind of hinted at earlier in the episode here that I wasn't really too worried about but uh yeah, so I actually got those in and uh, was trying to go through the process of removing the factory re- reset protection lock, uh, the, aka the Google lock, and uh, I couldn't quite complete it uh, because the screen, the screens have spots on them where they are not responsive to touch. <laughs> Very important spots that need to be, uh, interacted with uh, in order to get them unlocked. Uh, get to get past that uh, factory reset protection and so basically I ordered a screen uh, just one screen to get in uh, to do the uh, the bypass the factory reset bypass uh, on both of these uh, before I order the rest of the parts to make sure I can actually do it but uh, yeah so two two Moto G 5 pluses they were $37 I think what happened was I started looking at them and they were uh, listed at $39.99 for the both of them. Uh, and I just, you know I was like, ah, not so much. But uh, I put them on my watch list. And uh, see, eBay has all these new features for sellers where they can uh, put out automatic offers. And so basically an automatic offer from the seller came uh, about a day later that uh, lowered the price to $37.99. So a couple dollars less. And so <laughs> I was like, you know what, I wanted them. Uh, why not go for that offer. So $37.99 uh, with tax came out to about $40. So uh, saved a couple bucks there. So that's why I got those in. Uh, I'm just adding them to the box of phones. I'm not going to make this a separate thing. So <laughs> we'll see when that new screen comes in, uh, if we can get those up and running and get, uh, I think they're both going to need new frames, but I uh, have to tear them down, get them ready for when that screen comes in so I can uh, get, them, get them all set up again. So yeah, overall, really, with these phones, I've, I've kind of been going through a little bit of a struggle with them. Uh, I think ultimately I, I thought that, uh, you know, I would get them in and try them out. Each, you know, the ones that I find interesting as my main device, you know, put my SIM in them, try them for a week or a month or whatever. But I'm kind of trying to get out of that mindset a little bit, uh, especially after discovering the donating, uh, these the, the, the option to donate these to charity. Uh, I think I've just kind of decided to, you know, be happy that I had hands on with them, but kind of get them fixed and moved on to that. Uh, you know, obviously taking my time to make sure I fix them properly and correctly. So, uh, yeah, so I don't necessarily want to try all of these as my main phone there. It's just, uh, the hobby is to fix them and donate them now at this point, uh, or, you know, maybe sell some of them depending on, uh how I, uh, you know, if I think there's any value to them to kind of buy more phones, you know, I could sell one to get more phones or actually get some of the cost back. But uh, yeah, either way, that's kind of where I'm at with the box of phones. So uh, I'm not sure how to do this. But Frank, you can start listening again. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Frank. Thank you always for as always for tuning in. So I always appreciate it. But uh, yeah, all right so let's do some uh let's do a short reflection on getting to 100 episodes <laughs> so somewhere i'd never imagined that i would actually be uh just first a quick note that on january 25th uh, so this saturday it will be officially two years of the uh, pixel swim podcast so to along to go along with the 100 episodes will also be the uh, two-year anniversary but uh yeah, so I, just another quick note that uh, I wasn't able to pull anything from Google+, but I'll tell you what I'm talking about in a second. But episode 39 uh, was the first episode that I posted on MiWi back in 2018. It's crazy that we've uh, been using MiWi for that long already, so... Uh, Either way, I just wanted to do a whole bunch of thank yous uh, after after going through a hundred episodes. Uh, you know, it hasn't been uh, without uh, other people coming along for the ride, or or at least uh, contributing, or uh, just people that I want to say thanks to. Uh, and and first and foremost, I want to say thanks to Ted Salmon and Steve Litchfield. Uh, When I first started doing the podcast, they were very, very kind to me, helping me uh, in any way that they could and answering any questions that they could. Uh, So I appreciate that. Uh, uh, The podcast kind of started because I went on to uh, All About Windows Phone, uh, the AAWP Insight podcast with Steve, just Steve Litchfield. And uh, I got on there because I had helped uh, Steve. I reached out to Steve on Twitter because he was having a problem with the AAWP site uh, and he asked if anybody needed help with that or anybody could help with that. I'm sorry. And, uh, I reached out that I, you know, I'd take a look at it. And then I think sort of as an offering, he, uh, asked if I wanted to come on the insight podcast. So I uh, kind of started there <laughs> the idea of actually going on a podcast was kind of cool to me at that time. Um, and uh, went on there a bunch more times and on PSC a bunch more times, uh, and really, I think what inspired me to start my podcast w- was uh, the fact that I was going on these other podcasts, the AAWP podcast and the PSC, uh, the Phone Show Chat podcast, and uh, just and it's it's the, I really don't mean this as a slight. Uh, you just don't have the time to talk in length about what you you know you can't flush out all your ideas and go over everything, you know, uh, on those episodes. You're you know that's it's, more than one person there, there's, you know, time constraints and stuff like that, so, and I really loved going on there, really loved talking about this stuff, so that's kind of why I decided to start doing uh, my own podcast, the Pixel Swim podcast here, so, uh, yeah, thank, again, Ted Sam and Steve Litchfield, very uh, appreciative of uh, everything you guys have done, uh, as far as uh, being kind to me and uh, answering my questions, and, uh, having me on those podcasts and inspiring me to do this uh, in the first place. So uh, I also want to say thank you to all the guests that I've had on. Uh, first and foremost to Tom Stewart, who is uh, practically a co-host. <laughs> he's been on three times now. So three out of the 100 episodes. Uh, so 3% of the episodes that Tom has been on. I uh, greatly appreciate Tom. He reached out to me. Uh, I love his enthusiasm for tech and he's just a a great person to talk to. So thanks, Tom. Thanks to uh, Ted Salmon, who was on. I know I already thanked Ted, but uh, he was uh, on as a guest. I think that's still one of my most popular episodes. But uh, yeah, thanks, Ted, for coming on. Thanks to Noah Lambert, who came on. I think I, I kind of pegged him as the Apple guest, but I don't know if that's necessarily fair. But uh, yeah, I would appreciate him coming on, talking tech. And then, of course, uh, thank you to Azure, my niece, for coming on, which I think was one of the more interesting Uh, interviews for this podcast. But, uh, yeah, hopefully there'll be other guests in the future, but, uh, it's kind of one of those things, not really forcing it. Uh, if it kind of comes up or if I, you know, feeling the urge to do that, it'll happen. But, uh, most weeks I'm just lucky to get my own voice down (laughs) and my own voice edited. But, uh, Yeah, thank you to all those uh, people who were guests on the podcast. If you ever want to come on, uh, anybody out there, whoever wants to come on, just let me know, and we'll definitely set something up. Uh, Yeah, I'm not adverse to having a guest, uh, you know. But uh, just the the time and the effort uh, is a little bit more for me uh, during the, you know, the regular week here. So... But, yeah, thank you to all those. And then uh, just thank you to everybody else who's listened uh, since the beginning or really any amount of time. If you've listened to two minutes, uh, even if you tuned out and <laughs> unsubscribed after two minutes, uh, thank you. But, uh, yeah, anybody who's uh, been there since the beginning, thank you very much. Like uh, Mike and Simon were mentioning earlier in the feedback section. But, uh, yeah, so what I did was I kind of went through all of the uh, – the feedback all the show notes all of the me posts all of I like, couldn't go back through the google plus stuff uh, unfortunately to pull out anybody from there but i just wanted to uh, do a shout out to all the people who have left feedback this is everybody <laughs> as far as i can tell and i'm so sorry if i forget somebody but i'm pretty sure this is a comprehensive list uh and so just a thank you to these people who have uh, left feedback and interacted with, uh, with me uh, on this, regarding this podcast and the stuff that I've talked about. So first of all to my dad who has texted many times after episodes with some feedback. Uh, thank you to uh, Mike Latore, Simon Knobs, Frank Needhart, who, and I'd like to also thank for the Lumia 1020 case that he sent a while back. Uh, thank you to Guillermo Ortiz, uh, Kyle Helms, Keith Bartlett, Stu Miller, Tristan G. Uh, Gruffwood. <laughs> again, I, I don't want to butcher your last name, Tristan, but thank you. And then thank you to Ian Barton, uh, Roland J. Roberts, uh, Robin Ottawa, I'm not sure if that's his last name, but I think he's up in Canada. But either way, thank you to Kurt Kaufman or Kurt Kaufman and uh, Rob Brand uh those are the people that i found that left feedback so over the last 100 episodes so uh, very very appreciative of all of it really it's spurred so many different things and i I know i say it at the end of every episode but it's always always appreciated when people reach out because it lets me know that i'm not just talking into the ether here which would be fine i guess because this is a big outlet for me Uh, and i'd probably still do it even if uh I didn't upload the files or add them to the feed. I'd probably still record this, <laughs> but, uh, thank you for all of that. But, uh, the last person that I want to thank is my wife. Uh, she has been supremely supportive of all of this. Uh, and, and another part of the reason that I started the podcast as well was to help flush out some of these, uh, you know, these ideas and the experiences and kind of have an outlet for all of this weird, geeky, techy stuff. And uh, she's always been super supportive and has always been very accommodating of my recording time if she's at home during that time. So when she went back to school, uh, because she recently graduated this last May, when she went back to school, uh, it kind of left a big gap for me a lot of evenings, uh, which was another reason why I started doing the podcast was to uh, you know fill some of that time that she wasn't there. But yeah, she's just been very great with all of this and, and I'm just very appreciative of her support and, and my geekiness so and I'm just so proud of her uh, for her getting through everything that she got through through with school and uh, now with her new job where she's traveling a lot. Uh yeah, very proud of her. But either way, thank you to my wife. Alright, so let's uh let's cut it out with the thank yous. <laughs> uh I'm sure I'll say another thank you here at some point. But uh here's to the next hundred episodes. Uh I don't know where we'll be. I don't know where we're gonna end up. I know when I started that it you know this is not where i thought i'd be i was kind of trying to make a you know sort of standard podcast format when i first started with news articles and you know my thoughts on the topics of the day but it's really just kind of become a, an audio journal of my my geeky adventures and so uh thanks for following along um let's just keep it moving let's keep keep moving you know life my life goes on and I'm, you know, more excited about tomorrow than what I have done in the past. So, uh, yeah, cheers everybody. So let's just wrap up the episode like we usually do, uh, and, uh, head on over to Pixelswim.com for all of the show notes and social links. Uh, if you want to follow along with anything I was talking about today, I'm not sure what links will be in the show notes, uh, probably to that recycling center. If you're here in the U S definitely consider that if you have, uh, stuff like uh that can't be recycled locally but uh yeah either way head over there um and just thanks again for tuning in to episode 100 and we will talk to you on uh, episode 101 finally my uh number padding where i used the three digits <laughs> is paying off so we got a one in the the first column now but either way thanks for tuning in have a great afternoon or evening or breakfast or lunch or dinner or fourth meal that's one of my favorite ones that's why i said it but either way thanks again and god speed